Good evening, Lustfuls. Welcome to Lesson 9 in Semester 1 of Lola's Lessons. I'd like to start the evening off by mentioning our endorsement sites. The COF, Lola's the Council of Fantasy, they are a sex positivity orientated community. Listen, at the COF, we cater for all lifestyles and non-lifestyles. I mean the monogamous and the non-monogamous, the vanillas, and the wild. With a strong BDSM background, including this type of dynamic, um, actually adds so much to the offering that we gather together as the COF. Sorry, just a minute, there's something wrong. There we go. Okay, back on air. Anyway, to um, continue where I left off. <laughs> so adding the BDSM dynamic to the education part of all lifestyles and just integrating it sets us apart from the other lifestyle community groups that is on offer. Um, we host events as the entity itself and we host these events for all spectrums. We are an all-inclusive community and the shame we shame is the shame itself. Come join us at the COF and explore your fantasy safely. Lola has partnered up with my fabulous and oh so dear Dr. M to bring to the loyal listeners and the lustfuls alike something called Couples Connect. We are offering guys workshops to enhance their intimate relationships. We'll be launching an online live workshop as well that you guys can purchase. And then for those of you who, like Lola, have issues with time constraints, you are able to download and purchase these workshops to go through them at your own pace. And then still benefit from the amazing enhancement that it brings to your intimate relationships. Also, I mean, just considering the lifelong skills that these workshops have to offer and add to your intimate relationship. We're broadcasting this evening from Lola's home. Like, listen, I'm not even joking. Okay, we're literally sitting in my lap. This is a fun time. <laughs> but let's not forget Lola's home away from home. Hush, hush. And there's nothing hush, hush about hush, hush. Yes, we know this. I love my friends at hush, hush. So hush, hush is a new private event space for kinky swingers, stylers alike. Go over, head over to hush, hush. Um, go and explore with Robert because he offers sensual massages as well. So after you've explored your kinky swinger side, have a get a massage and get out. <laughs> Listen, lastly, I'd like to remind my listeners that Lila has a competition running. And this competition's prize is two tickets to the monthly COF event, the BDSM event. I must just mention that. So as we've just heard, the COF hosts events for all, not only for BDSM. Lola's doing the swingers and the um, crossover events as of end of September. So head over and go and buy 
because there's only a limited amount of tickets left. But if you don't want to buy a ticket to the BDSM event at the end of the month, participate in the competition. It's called the Diva Draw because, I mean, this co-host of mine just like, takes everything over, yes. So she has taken um, ownership of this damn draw because she just wants to give the prizes out. I mean, I want to give the prizes out. But anyway, let's just have a habit. So um, you guys need to answer a question on all the correct answers going to the draw. That devilish's hands will be like, what do you do with it, devilish? It's a secret. Oh, you don't know, do you? You haven't figured that part out. <laughs> Listen, you can lie to the listeners, but you can't lie to Layla, baby. <laughs> also, I just know you well. <laughs> I know we were speaking about having a dome somewhere and then you're like fiddling with your dome and then yes. yanking out a number. But the listeners need to know that they need to answer four correct questions. Yes. Well, I need to need to have four correct answers on four subsequent weeks. That's correct. And able to go into the store. Okay. So we've got all of the um, winners from last week's episode on socially sexual. Can we remember what the question was? It was on Holly Valencia. And I wanted to know what her website's address was, right? Correct. And her website's address was? Dum, da, da, dum. <laughs> the Valencia.group. Because you can't have anything sexual on a .co.za website. Anyway, that's enough bumming from Lola. I've actually got amazing guests this evening. And let me not keep them waiting any longer. Yes? So, Devilish, before I get to my guests, let me not exclude you. Listen, every week, every time you come and sit in these damn episodes, I can't take my damn eyes off of you. <laughs> Do you know this? I mean, dashing. Devilish, welcome back. How are you, my baby? Are Thank you, well? you, Lola. How is your week? yourself as always. I mean, not really. Let's be honest. I don't have heels on. I'm, I'm barefoot. Like I can be because I'm in my own damn lounge, yes? So let me have my moment. <laughs> We're going to radio next week, uh, as of next season. So let me enjoy the last two episodes of Peace and Tranquility. Um, Tiflish, I'll ask, I'll ask you how your week was. I had a good week. Very mm. uneventful. Tell me, have you found a damn boyfriend? Because I'm sick of I'm, I'm still out house. there looking for a boyfriend. Uh, we will, we will have to. Yeah, you'll have to. Um, I'll have to. You'll have to get our website up running with my uh-huh. email address so that um potential uh suitors devilish, can contact devilish, me. Devilish, devilish, devilish. That is a work email. Okay, you are not going to be the debaucherous on your work email. Listen, a marketing manager, just make a note there. Okay, HR for devilish. As of Monday, okay, I need to complain. Getting back to my guest, do you suggest guys. I put my personal email out there? You're gonna uh, listen. My personal fucking cell phone numbers out there, so I put your email address up. But after the show, welcome. As I'm gonna mute, I'm gonna mute this week. Contact me and Lola's number. What? Will you not? Okay, I kind of had that one coming. Anyway. <laughs> Guys, this evening we are touching on taboo. I mean, devilish. Do you know what the definition of taboo is? I don't think I know the definition of taboos, but I have an idea of what it means. Sorry, everything you think you know? Yes. Scratch that. Okay. 
Like, roll it up, put it in a bag, chuck that bitch in the ocean because we're redefining that shit tonight. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I look forward to learning something new again. I can't do this, however. I can't teach anything without amazing guests. And let me tell you, tonight's guests are especially special. And absolutely fabulous. I mean, aren't they beautiful too? We all know Lola yes. loves a pretty face. Yes. yes. I mean, I've got a dashing redhead and that little face over there. Do you know you still got your sunglasses on your head, madam? Yes, I know. You leave it there because it just completes the look. I can't stop looking too. Anyway, I'd like to welcome my guest this evening. I'm going to start with Miss Sparrow. This evening I've got three guests. I've got Miss Sparrow, Miss Rain, as well as Miss High joining us remotely from her home on the other side of the world because Lola's the only one that's apparently local. <laughs> Hi, Miss Hyde. We'll get to you in a minute. So I'm going to start off with Sparrow. Sparrow is a kingster. Let me just listen. This is quite the introduction. She's a kingster, a masochist, a switch. I'm also a switch, by the way. A brat. I'm so bratty. Anyway, this isn't about me. Let <laughs> me get back to the topic. <laughs> She's also a rack prick player of the pronunciations. She also has, I shouldn't have had that, had that last drink, you know this. She's had five years experience in the public lifestyle as well as five years in the private and uh, spent learning everything. She is mainly um, experienced in impacting DDIG and bratting. You guys are going to help me. You have to help I'm also learning this evening, yes, because I know nothing about taboo. Like sex is supposed to be taboo, that's all I know. She's versed in impact play, education, and being a brat to Daddy Rain. That's strange, I've got a guest Rain as well. Anyway, she's a platonic brat. I mean, platonic, okay. And I have so many questions already. She's a masochist to Miss Daddy, Miss Daddy Rain. <laughs> I'm just adding this to my questions. She's a switch that is also into impact plays and bratting plays with friends alike. She also enjoys dominating a male submissive. What about the females, though? Anyway. <laughs> Her passions include educating in the lifestyle, being a safe player for newbies to approach and learn from. Also being a brat to Daddy Rain. Listen, okay, wait. Let's go to Miss Rain subsequently. Miss Rain. This rain that the sparrow, I don't like sparrow, can we can we go with Tweety? I've always called you Tweety. Can go with Tweety. I like Tweety. You know what I do with Tweety when Tweety talks too much? Put it in a fucking cage. Brat with that. Oh my god. Okay, so you answering that she likes that, this tells me that you are, in fact, Miss Daddy Rain. Okay. That's great. Egg, fucking explain the shit out of this one, please. So I'm a sadist, basically. Oh, I know. Listen, have you a space for another one? Yeah, I'm a mess again. Join the queue, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, Miss Rain is also um, Miss Rain is also a kingster. She's a sadomasochist, a switch, a rack quick player. She's got five years' experience in the public scene, another five years before that privately. She's mostly experienced in medical play. <gasps> I've always wanted to meet somebody that does plays in medical. I'm such a, I'm, it's so fascinating, but so scary. Anyway, um, she is, she plays in medical doctor play, needle plays, scalpels, 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 what, what's, what is this word? Such, such, Sutures. God, 
Like, I don't, this is why I didn't like, go and study for a doctor, yes. Um, anything that has to do with a latex glove, 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 listen. Also, quite experienced with impact play and unconventional dynamics. Uh, platonic cider, daddy and cider of Sparrow, as well as a bottom and a feral kitty brat with the other partner, poly player, but with monogamous relation. What the actual... <laughs> I mean, I have so many questions and my brain could just can't comprehend. So, okay, then to end it all off, passion for educating and demystifying the lifestyles. She's very passionate on finding out people's why and understanding her own why. Wow. Listen, I love this. You and I, we're going to get along just fine. Then let me get to my remote guest miss hyde hi so miss hyde is um miss hyde is a disciplinarian she's known for a love of corporal punishment particularly spankings Lola loves a spanking by the way i don't know if you guys know this but <clears throat> i can kind of bend yes we need to chat after the episode miss hyde yes you and i please thank you yes. <laughs> anyway let me not look for a bomb on air okay i'm following in devilish footsteps yeah so Ms. Hyde's sessions are strictly based on the prick principle. This is prick this evening. Uh, that's my first question. Ms. Hyde is passionate about BDSM education and her main goal is to help clear up common misconceptions about the lifestyle. She's also about creating a safe space and welcoming a safe and welcoming space for people to explore BDSM in a consensual and informed way. And being um, because of this passion, she's created an exciting event. That is still in the making because it's rather something spectacular and something Lola endorses largely. And it's called the Kinky Carnival. Wow. I mean, what a mouthful from our guests tonight. And then again, devilish, they're not even men and they're giving us mouthfuls. Right? Okay. <laughs> I don't think I've ever taken this long to introduce guests. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Um, I'm going to go to Miss Hyde because I just finished with you, Miss Hyde. Quick question before I go to Rain. What the actual is a prick player? Because three times I got to know. <laughs> okay. So let me start off by saying that you're definitely not a prick if you're a prick player. So what prick means is that it's a personal responsibility informed consensual kink. So that everybody that takes part takes responsibility for themselves obviously after making informed decisions about what's going to be happening in the session wow okay this makes so much sense to me now thank you so much for that miss um, Hyde I'm going to pause with you for a second because I have got so many questions for Ms. Rain so tonight Ms. Rain we're touching on taboos yes Rain I think feel like I kind of have to pick on you first. And this is why I had to stop Miss Rain, off Miss Hyde, because your plans are absolutely taboo to Lola. So let's discuss this taboo topic, yes? Yes, ma'am. Ready when you are. I mean, medical plans. Are you a doctor? Let me ask that. So, <laughs> Dr. Kinky, huh? I'm Dr. Kinky. <laughs> so I'm not a qualified doctor. I'm never going to claim that. Um, it is my fetish. It is something that I largely enjoy. Um, and it's a good example of something that is not taboo for me, but it, that's taboo for other people. 
So let's talk about needles as an example. So I love needles. I think they're beautiful. But many people have a needle phobia, and that would be taboo to them, and they wouldn't want to play in that medical space um, because it's largely reserved for professionals. Yes. I think it's very sexy. That's very interesting. So medical play. The first thing that I imagine, and I've seen some of the photos from a local lifestyle club, yes, because they actually feature a room for this with these medical places. I'm just seeing a skinky outfit on a blonde bimbo, I'll have you know, and this poor soul lying <laughs> on that panamedical <laughs> bed, and he's being poked and the fuck prop, and it doesn't look like this boy is really enjoying the fuck out of this place. Talk us through a standard medical play. Because I'll, t I'll tell you what, Lola doesn't have a lot of taboos, yes? But that shit is definitely my taboo. And I think that is exactly how we're going to explain taboo to listeners this evening. Because, let's be honest, and you and I had this discussion, yes? This is where we actually came up with the whole concept of the episode, is my Rain is not going to be yours, and yours is not going to be devilish's. Devilish, I think, has the most amount. Being so vanilla with a little bit of a swirl. <laughs> anyway, talk us through a standard medical play, Rainy. So I don't think there's anything such as a standard medical play. So it's all consensual. It depends what you want. There's so many facets of medical play, but the amount is, do you enjoy a sexy woman in lingerie wearing a lab coat? Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> so we start there and we work our way up. Um, no needles though. No uh, needles. You can push that off. <laughs> uh, needles are great. Um, so on this, on this note, um, one of my taboos is actually bodily fluids. I don't like bodily fluids, which is why <gasps> I think... Kissing. I, no, it's like a little bit is okay, but like exchange of bodily fluids, um, golden showers and things, it's not really for me. That's why I love latex. I love um, oh. alcohol Wipes are like all of that kind of stuff as hygienic and cleanliness as possible. Uh, you want a speculum? I'll open you up with a winch. I mean, <laughs> why are you wasting Lola's alcohol on fucking wipes, right? You see, you and I are not connecting. I'm like, it's absolutely to be for me. How dare you? It's okay. My taboo is not your taboo. That's all right. Brian, I've got a question from one of the listeners. Um, the question says, and it's from Terence and I Thank you for joining us, Terence, and thank you for your question. It, the question says, where do you insert these needles? I'm taking it. It's not like a prick in the bum. Like I get no. my B12 shots. So yes? it depends on the type of needle. So you get acupuncture needles that you can insert directly mm. at 45 degrees. Those are fine. Yeah, acupuncture needles I also do um, and enjoy. But when it comes to standard hypodermic, standard hypodermic needles, which are the ones you get at the doctor, we don't actually insert them directly at a 45 into a 90 degree into the skin. We thread them through the skin, and you can make decorative patterns I've with them. This, so you yes. can tie. Um, these beautiful corsets you can make with them. So you just thread them through the top few layers of skin. And then you can actually make beautiful patterns and things. Yeah, I've seen that. So it's not just like we, what you get. At the, I mean, I can do that for you if you want a B12 shot, Miss Lola. I'll give you a B12 shot. Can, no, can you really? I can. I've got it home. You know, I, <laughs> yes. I, I actually give myself my own shots. I just have to stick it in my. No, listen, like, I give it. Sometimes I can walk. So I, oh, you do. Mm. One time. <laughs> 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 I'm not like so talk me through this because i'm slightly like nervous going into discussions or talks even with this medical not <laughs> practitioner all <laughs> yeah. consensual miss lola like also i don't have a lot of consent 
not give out because everything is just a go with flow. You know? So best you and I just keep it purely platonic. Also, I like kissing, so that's going to be a problem. Start small. Start small. The, the, so then kiss. Yes. Kiss. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Barrow, I mean, how is it being a or like a son to this dynamic female? I mean, she's impressed me, I won't lie, and I don't impress easily. So I'm very lucky um, in terms of the fact of what I found in my dynamic. I mean, we're obviously very platonic. Um, there's no sexual relation between us, but we are sado and sadist and man um so i'm very lucky in finding her um and she is a very dynamic woman as you said um and it's a lot of fun i have been able to explore things that i never thought i would have explored before um for an example is spook torture uh, which again is quite a taboo topic um we have been exploring that very in-depth and heavily as of late, um, which we've kind of realized is quite heavily a taboo within the scene of Johannesburg as a general, um, which has been quite hard for us because obviously being rack and prick players, we know what we're doing and, and we've done a lot of research behind it and there's been a little backlash that we've had um, on the plays that we've done. Um, but it hasn't stopped us. We've carried on. <laughs> so on this, I've actually seen a couple of posts and a couple of pictures, um, which we don't share outside of the CIF, right? Yeah. But I've actually seen a couple of posts. Do they call galaxies? Galaxies, yes. yes. Um, I mean, that's a beautiful name for something that looks fucking sore. I won't lie. <laughs> like, look, I, I'm a boob girl, okay? But not a blue boob girl. <laughs> um, you are also, like, they're slightly impressive to me. Also, does it not hurt the most? It does. It look. It. I'm. I'm not even going to deny the fact that it does hurt. But I've also been. So what I've come to realize, and the conversations we've had, obviously after our plays and things like that, um, is that, firstly, I don't bruise as well as I used to on things like my thighs, my bum, um, and things like that. And and obviously, as a masochist, you you live for bruising and you live for the marking and and walking around for two weeks with bruises hashtag not all masochists yeah hashtag not all masochists just so that like that um i am a person who loves bruises and i especially love bruises from my daddy randall um and you just had to throw that away i just had to throw that <laughs> <leg. laughs> she's being a good brat tonight yes <laughs> Bell, can you can you give us just a quick brief um idea because obviously our listeners as well as myself, uh, are not quite familiar with uh, torture. Can you give us like a quick um, explanation as to what would go on into a play like that? Um, okay, so I can give you, I can actually explain to you what happened in yep. our last play. Um, she down and gave me a fan fiction test, okay, and, get, and, and read out um, questions okay. to me that I had to answer, and then she graded me essentially. And on the amount of questions that I got correct would be how many hits I would take. So or punishments, punishments, how many hits I would take directly to oh. my boobs. I got five out of 10, which means 50 hits my boobs. Oh, jeez, no, 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 hold on, ladies, it gets better. I had to count. Oh, wow. And I, I, I lost count. <laughs> 
halfway through and start from, from the from beginning. beginning. <laughs> okay, so yes, a real question, right? And and um, I think a lot of our um, more experienced BDSM listeners will appreciate this. Does a play like this put you in subspace? Yes, definitely. Um, so from a pain perspective, it definitely put me into a subspace. But what ended up happening was we took the play further and we put acupuncture needles straight through my boobs as well. What do you um, mean straight, straight, straight through? through? Literally straight through from top to underneath. Um, like a skewer. Did, like a skewer. I can't breathe. <laughs> my um, boobs. And that, that was actually the thing that sent me straight into subspace, which I actually think freaked her out a little bit because <laughs> I, I struggled to subspace. Um, and she looked at me and was like, oh, this is a subspace sparrow. <laughs> like, this is new. <laughs> so, okay, you obviously like a very extreme, like extreme player when it comes to masochism. Yes. Okay. Which I appreciate because I'm, I've got a masochist side to me too yes have you ever called a safe word yes yes we have i've called safe words with her um look you know obviously we've we've i've been on previous episodes with you and mm. things like that um in my previous dynamics i didn't feel safe enough to be able to mm. call this is exactly what i asked yes so i didn't feel safe enough um, but in my dynamic with Miss Daddy Randall, I have all the safety in the world to be able to call Red. I love that for you. You um, deserve it. Yeah. Thank um, you, Rain. Yeah. I mean, safe space. So, okay, safe space. We are happy. We are playing. We are like hurting because this makes us happy. Have you ever felt, and I've actually had a question like this specific question asked to me just this week. Have you ever felt like a failure for calling a safe word? Listen, before before you answer this, let me just, I'm going to address this for the listeners. Guys, it's called a safe word for a reason, okay? It's your safety. It's your top or your bottom safety. It's the play safety. It's your sanity safety. And it is your intimate space safety, okay? It's called a safe word because it's a safe space. Don't ever feel like you are a failure because you call the safe word. As a matter of fact, I will salute you for doing so and having the courage, whether you are in a good play or a bad play, whether you've got a good partner or a bad fucking partner. Okay, You are brave for knowing your limits. As soon as you start practicing beyond your limits, you are no longer safely and consensually practicing BDSM. Sorry, I had to get that off my chest no, because it pisses good. the fuck off of me. No, that's perfect. And I do, We, myself and Rain both agree with you on that. Um, you know, you cannot advocate for yourself and you cannot advocate for your own <laughs> limits. Uh, it makes you an unsafe player. Um, and it's as simple as that. Can I just interject and say the tops can call safe words as well. Mm. So if you're pushing your top too far and it's with outside what they think is safe for them to do to you, they also need to be able to walk away yes. without fear of the bottom lashing out and telling them that they wussies or I've, I've seen a lot of it. It's really disgusting. Both, think, both players need yeah. to be able to call it when it becomes too much. So I've, I've got a question on that and I've always wondered, okay, because yes, I... I also um, classify or qualify as a um, switch, but I've never switched in a dynamic where I had a proper bottom. Okay. So it's always been like a very big question in my mind. 
as a top, would you call a safe word when you feel you are unable to furnish the bottom in the way that they need or is asking for? Or would you call the safe word or, so it could be both. Would you call the safe word if you see your top is asking for more, but you don't possibly think that your sub can take more. And also as the top, does oh, your sorry, your bottom, as the top, how do you like, Come into that power space where you have the right to decide what happens to your bottom or how much your bottom can take from you. So to answer your question, it's both. It's when I'm pushed beyond my limits or when I think she's pushed beyond her limits. And obviously for us, we have very big open communication channels. We've played together for a long time. Mm. So I know and can tell by her body language and our previous communication of what That's I do, she's pushing. this is this is now too far. Mm -hmm. um, and obviously as a top, you want to guide somebody through a journey and you want to push them to their limits and, and help them experience that. But it's all about that open, honest communication and knowing who you play with and knowing that your bottom can also advocate for themselves is very important. And this is why I've got, and I've, I haven't said this, but I'm going to say it now. I've got a huge problem that people think that it is okay to have more than one dynamic play partners within a BDSM spectrum, yes? Because you need to have that connection and understanding. You need to have that trust. You need to build on your relationship in such a way, whether, whether it's like you guys platonic or whether it is a um, full-on relationship, you need to build on that dynamic so much that you are in within your capabilities and within reason know your partner to that extent, to say, you've had enough. If you play with different partners for a one night, I mean, at some of these events, this is what they're offering, right? So you play with different partners on one night, that partner is not going to have the same care and connection for you as their bottom as you would for, for Miss Sparrow because you guys have a dynamic already. That's correct. And the thing is within the scene, so I don't really do pick up play which is when you go to an event and strangers. Um, it does happen, and it's okay as long as it's within what we call SSC, which is safe, sane, and consensual, yes. objectively safe. But the moment you start to push the boundaries, top, and if you're playing with an unsafe bottom who's unable to advocate for themselves, you're putting yourself in danger and you're putting yourself at risk. Mm -hmm. This is when we get issues of consent violations. It only comes out later or after the fact that you push this person past their boundaries. Um, because they were unable to advocate for themselves. So I, I'm not a huge fan of pick-up play at a party. But yes, definitely as a as a top, the safe words apply to both situations, your safety and your bottom safety. You are responsible for your bottom safety. Brilliant. Miss Hyde, I'm kind of going to bring you in here because being a disciplinarian, yes, I've got a question that I'd like to direct at you. Because also, you've been way too quiet. We're having a flat <laughs> conversation. And you see, I told you to take the long, long drive to come and visit Lola in the <laughs> lusciousness of the city, yes. <laughs> but you just honestly, couldn't. Um, I've, I've been staying at the Khatkant of the world for a very long time now, <laughs> so I'm very much used to it. Um, tonight, unfortunately, what I could enjoy is um, I'm actually looking after a pensioner. Um, a oh, bless you, disciplinarian yes. looking after a pensioner. <laughs> What a dynamic woman you are too, by the way. <laughs> so, Mrs. Hana, I want to find out from you, yes. Um, 
on the topic that Ryan and, and I was just um, discussing. So obviously different people and different people with different views and different relationship preferences when you, uh, when you go into talks about the monogamous and the non-monogamous, you know, everybody's going to have their own preferences, right? But yes. um, my, my personal opinion, and this is only my opinion, please note, listeners, that all the views and all the, um, like, everything you hear on Lola's Lessons are only the views of the subsequent person speaking. Yes, so we don't put this out as facts. We are having open and honest discussions on air and hoping people learn from it. So please don't take our views as facts. It is only our views. Anyway, on that, my view is, like I said, when you come to multiple dynamics within the BDSM scene, um, I don't think it's a safe space to be playing with multiple partners. However, people do practice this, and this is what I want to find out. Would this then be considered a top and a bottom dynamic? Because we just learned about top and bottom. Remember, Devlish, did you make notes? Yes. When we discussed tops and bottoms? Yes, what is the difference between a top and a bottom and a sub and a dom? Mm. Swingers, you see, you see what I have to deal with. You see, like our bitch is just sitting there messaging somebody on a side. Are oh, you not? No. Show me your phone, devilish. Oh damn it, I was wrong. But I mean, <laughs> that's one time out of twenty. Anyway, to get back to my question, beside, um, that be more considered a top and a bottom dynamic as opposed to a sub and a dom dynamic. Yes, I think it definitely makes a difference, you know, with regards to connection and so on. Um, because also you get people who are not submissive, but they choose to bottom because that's how they get what they need. Um, so it does make quite a difference as well, you know, what you discuss and what you agree on. So with your dynamic as a, um, as a disciplinarian, tell me more about that because... I mean, that doesn't sound like it would be reach my level of taboo. My level of taboo and your level of taboo are going to be two different taboos, yes? Um, so within your practice as being a disciplinarian, what does that role entail as a disciplinarian? All I'm thinking is my principal in school that made me bend over his damn dead. And that's why I learned that I actually enjoy having a hiding or two every now and again. Tell me about your role. <laughs> Okay, so with me, what happens is that, yeah, the the idea of an old-fashioned school teacher is is pretty much the easiest way to explain it. But also, there's an element of being a life coach as such for people because I do help people reach goals and change bad habits or help them through difficult situations. Um, I've had that I've seen where they come from abusive relationships and they do a therapeutic spanking where they actually do that in order to release um, you know where they weren't able to do that release while they were in that abusive relationship for instance so that's beautiful because I don't I don't think a lot of people realize like um, the different dimensions that BDSM can bring to you as a person and even to your mental health and your mental wellness yes because even if you take for instance when you look at your cnc plays and so on a lot of people use that to heal from trauma 
Um, because in a sense, even though they're giving up power in that moment, they do still retain a sense of power because they've got the power to stop it at any moment should they choose to do that. Where in an abusive relationship, for instance, or being assaulted, you don't have any power. That power is completely taken away from you. Where a lot of people then, when you engage in these plays, and for instance, like the therapeutic spankings that I do, you've got the option to stop it. Because even though I administer the punishment or the spanking, for instance, you retain the power because you can tell me at any moment that I need to stop. So this is an interesting, this is an interesting perspective, right? Because um, a lot of things that you read um, online, it tells you that all of these big, strong, fancy businessmen with like the most amount of power and they can just make or break um, a, a corporation or a person for that matter. It's them that often come to people like disciplinarian because They've, they they are in the role of um, power the entire day long, from morning till noon till night. And this is for days and weeks and months and years on end. So somewhere you've got to have a little bit of a release and just say, you know what, the hell with it, I need to relax. And this is when you come in, am I right? In certain instances, yes. So for instance, as Rain was talking about her, one of her hard bodily fluids, you know, in exchange thereof. For me, in my situations um, where I see um, people, my sessions do not have any touch involved as such. Touching me is a oh. hard limit. Um, so Are you a germaphobe? Can I, sorry, I, I don't mean to be, no, a I, I just um, want to know if that's the reason. <laughs> no, it's, it's part of who I am. So there's, there's a difference between when I provide a service and when I'm with my partner. Um, you know, oh. there's, there's where the difference comes in. Um, so for instance, um, let's just say, let's call them clients. Um, it is mostly that, you know what, for that moment, they actually want to give up complete control that they feel you know what they deserve punishment for procrastinating with something or falling behind on an assignment for instance so um, do they have do they need a reason for the no, punishment to look no, for the they punishment? Don't. not necessarily um but for a lot of people just to submit it's a, like a reset button that makes so much sense to me. Right? Have you found the same dynamics within, okay, well, you don't really play with uh, uh, outside of the bounds of your um, set dynamic. Oh, but I have. But I, I, I don't have. <laughs> Listen, do I sense a swinger? <laughs> do you have an SH profile, yes or no? No, I do not. Okay, she's not a swinger. Like, any swinger of mine would have an SH profile. <laughs> okay, so have you found this? Um, have you found what um, Ms. Hyde is explaining to us now? It's always nice to have two different tops opinions to a subsequent. So I think Ms. Hyde and I are very different in that I traditionally don't administer punishment within my dynamic. So I mean, for us, looking at this shit, you kind of have to. 
No, so they, 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 are, they are what we call the golden rules, which will earn Sparrow some punishments, actual punishments, but generally we play on the more fun, bratty side of it. Um, for Sparrow, punishment is actually a bit of a taboo. It makes her feel uncomfortable. It makes her feel really... Um, so it's a, it's, very, it's a thing that we reserve for very strict rule violations only. And okay. what I have found, and the similar thing is, it being submissive is a release. And being a, a, a sadomasochist myself, I do also understand this, submitting to somebody else and giving them authority over you does help you, um, especially if you're a person who has a very corporate job or you make uh, big decisions. It's nice to just give up the, the controls to somebody else for a short moment in time. Granted, it's got to be negotiated and consented to mm-hmm. and within the bounds and all of those good things. Do that contract, yeah. baby. Do sign, the, it. sign a contract. <laughs> but then you know yeah, that you can give up control for that period of time. Miss um, Hyde, you being a disciplinarian, right? Do you, okay, so I'm, I'm assuming, like you said, clients earlier, I don't like to call them that, but um, let's say, let's, can we give them a name because I don't like clients? Volunteers. Um, somebody that needs something, what just happened to the, can you guys hear properly? Yeah. Because yeah. my sound just went for shit. No, you're okay. Also, where is the technical manager when I bloody need the marketing manager? We need to sort out the HR problem within Lola Blakely Industries. Yes, because the staff is just up to shit this evening. Where is the marker? Where, like, where is the technical director? Because my sound, I can't hear anything. Anyway. Uh, so your the people that come to you for the for the discipline discipline right? Yes. Um. Do you find now you see now I'm marketing marketing manager and I've completely <laughs> forgotten my question. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when you give them discipline, do you find that they can you actually see the release after the subsequent play? Yes, definitely. You you can very much see the difference that takes place. So, for instance, as I do therapeutic spankings as well, mm-hmm. not just, you know, punishment or corporal punishment. So, therapeutic spankings are to force someone to have a release, an emotional release. So, I've had someone that I saw, as I said, who was in an extremely abusive relationship. And they actually had a masochistic streak. But obviously, coming from an abusive background, you know, they, it's, it's not the same. And that's where, where the difference comes in between what is seen as abuse and what is, you know, what we know as BDSM. And she said to me that she had not cried within a very long time. Oh, this might with with the conversation that we had, I realized that she needed to cry. And that was one of the things that we discussed beforehand. Um, one of her requirements as well was actually not having any conversation um, during the session. And being a disciplinarian and thinking, you know, old school, um old school school teacher mm. you know you dress the part and things like that and you try and look Ooh, a dress part, up but... party lola likes a dress up party <laughs> <laughs> so with her i realized you know what she's already extremely nervous oh, oh, yes. so you know i dressed completely down 
um, to make her feel comfortable. And she said to me again when she saw me, she said to me, you know what, I don't want to discuss anything. I said to her, that's fine. I don't have an issue with that because obviously I need to make her feel comfortable enough, you know, to build trust. Mm. And she was so nervous. She was literally shaking. And I sat down and I was just talking all sorts of nonsense um, to get her mind to relax a little bit and, and get her, you know, a bit more in the mindset that she needed to be. And we did the session and obviously I had to force it that, that she went in, into to crying. And what happened is that she actually released um, where she started crying after the session and everything just came spilling out. And this was after she said to me, you know what, she doesn't want to talk. So that is the kind of sessions that I mostly do is to help people through situations like that. So, Ms. Hyde, I'm sorry, Tech Radio, um, welcome Tech Radio, thank you for joining us on air this evening. Also, um, I, I love it when radio stations come on air because then um, I can ask them if they don't want to come and teach Lola's lesson a thing or two about radios, yes? So, Ms. Hyde, Tech Radio is asking, hi, Ms. Hyde, but then you have a sealed off sex-connected uh, sex. So this is an understandable to cry when you have sex. Oxytocin, a hormone produced in the um, uh, rain. That word. <laughs> when opens um, the floodgates when you have sex. That rush of oxytocin is involved in the physical parts of sex. It can also boost emotions like love, affection, euphoria. But we cannot use sex for this. So I think what they are, what they are trying to say is that you can get the same kind of punishment. You, you guys call it punishments now. Yeah. Um, you, got, you can get the same kind of punishments from having sexual relations. But I think what they don't necessarily um, realize is a lot of the people that come to you for discipline don't, don't necessarily get or have that in their intimate relationships. So they are lacking something. This is why they come to Ms. Hyde. Am I right? Yes. So obviously, as I said, with me, with my sessions, there's no sex involved. Um, so mine is mostly where people are more submissive and want that release in terms of the everyday responsibilities, where it's your people that are in extremely high powered positions where they have for that moment that they can have that release. Um, so that's why from my side, you know, my sessions are a lot more clinical mm. um, than what it would be when you see a dom, for instance. Mm, I understand. Miss Rain, um, what is your take and your opinion on this question? So let's talk about oxytocin and let's talk about dopamine and hormones. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you make me miss Dr. M. Where's Dr. M? Dr. M. <laughs> Tell me, Dr. Ryan. So I, I often say that being kinky is chasing dopamine, is chasing oxytocin. I mean, it is, right? Chasing, Even being a swinger. It's chasing the feel yes. good, it's yes. chasing yes. the yes. So, for the swinger side, that may be sex or intimacy or connectedness, 
Um, but on the kink side, there are a lot of people who get that feeling or that sensation, that release of hormones in a completely non-sexual way. Mm. So I it, think that it, is what the question is related to. It doesn't necessarily have to be sex. There can be things outside of sex that give you that same feeling of release, of letting go, mm. without it having to be sex. But, I mean, why do you go to such extremes if you can just, like, come on, go have sex? Because they're not the same, at least for me. Yeah. And, and definitely exactly. not for me as a masochist, they're not the same. Um, you know, I can I can have a nurturer for lack of a better term in terms of like a daddy vibe, um, but then I have a sadist. We kind of are, there's the same opinion that you cannot have both in the same. You cannot have a sadist and a nurturer in the same person. In the same person, in the same person yes. Um, but you actually need them to be separated. Um, because Se physically separate people. So just, separate just to bring it back to the, the actual topic, and this is the thing, a lot of people feel their romantic partners that they can't ask for this beating, this discipline, this whatever. Yes, I mean, that's the question we need to so ask. That's the thing having they, the conversation. Yeah, so that's the thing they think is taboo. So they'll seek it outside of their romantic relationships. They'll go to other people to talk or to get what they consider to be taboo um, or their partners consider to be taboo. And if you can't communicate that stuff, then that's a problem. We need to have a discussion. About you that. keep talking because I'm making notes for Lana's lesson semester too. We are going to discuss. And remember, oh, but remember um, Devlish, we had this discussion with the swingers yes. on F2, having the discussion. We need to have, Rain, can you please join us on semester two of Lola's lessons I don't know what episode but we are going to be discussing having the conversation with your intimate partner and starting that shit up because I mean your intimate partner is going to look at you like you are a ball of shit also how many tablets did you take this morning are you sure they were vitamins because you sound wonky you want me to beat you with a what now <laughs> I just saw that that conversation so yes what you say now is very true because a lot of people in, and this is, I think, what the vanilla folk have a lot of struggles with, yes, is the fact that they don't get to experience and experiment within their kinkier side because they are afraid of judgment from their own partners. This is something that we're going to have to address, guys, because so, yeah. that's sad. I'm of the opinion that more people are kinky. I think everybody's got a kind of kink in Listen, if yes? you like to be spanked a little bit or choked, that makes you kinky. And Devlin yeah. and I were discussing this the other night. She says she's very vanilla. I disagree. Listen, <laughs> don't, don't Okay, I'm going, a, a, a disclaimer for the second season of Lola's Lessons, don't get the swinger started on set. <laughs> okay, because like Allah has riots on my hand. I'm also marketing manager. How far are you with the HR application? <laughs> because I'm gonna have, have a hell of a time with Emily. I'm telling you, she's picking our boyfriend. She's the, like turning the podcast into a bloody dating show. Now she's asking the guests for opinions. <laughs> also, I'm sure you, I heard you asked them about boyfriends earlier as well. Or did I just like purposefully not listen to that conversation? <laughs> yes. That's a discussion for after the show. Motherfucker, I knew it. Can't leave her alone for a second, this one. You see, the shit I deal with with swingers, right? <laughs> swingers and their shit. <laughs> anyway. Hey, 
Um, Kingston's also full of shit. It's just different. As you you know now, I'm sure, being um, more involved with the COF, you're starting <laughs> to learn. We're also full of shit. They all just need to have the shit beaten out of them. That's what Lola likes. Also, bang, bitch. You want to give me attitude? Bang, bitch. <laughs> I will <laughs> not. <laughs> Miss Sparrow. I mean... Yes, Miss Lasky Lola. Oh, I miss that. This is the last thing. You know, you gave me my name. I know. And now, like, I'm, you know, like, I've trademarked it. Like, I've branded it. <laughs> <laughs> I will live with that in pride. <laughs> I, I, I promise you. But then, if anybody else calls you bird, I will have their fucking head test. That's perfect. That's right. fine. That's like Tweety Bird. My Tweety Bird. Anyway, listen, my Tweety Bird. Tell me about the dynamic being a bottom, okay, to a person. And I mean, I'm, I'm just getting these vibes from her. I, look, I've, I've spoken to her the most amount of times on the phone. She also takes so fucking long to get back to her. <laughs> Let me just say, replying and communicating and conversating is not her strong suit. Yes, business days. Not. <laughs> no, not even then, right? Come on, let's have an honest discussion, yes? Yes, I'm very. Very, very poor at this. <laughs> Do you know your phone has an answer button? I, I asked this question to, to um, our Morgan the other day, Devilish. Did you hear? Yes, I, I, I know. It's I a struggle this, with her. I have the same struggle. I had the same discussion with her. So, you must come to Lola. Lola's going to give you lessons, yes, on how to operate <laughs> and use your mobile phone. There's a group. When your phone goes ding, ding, and it goes like a and it starts vibrating, that's not a vibrator for the <laughs> Damn! I knew you were wrong the whole time. It's like I've been using the wrong. You see, I mean, I knew I'm going to get to the bottom. Right? Lana's bringing out a toy range. I'll get you a damn vibrator. Leave the phone, and when it vibrates and rings, answer that shit, Lola. Let's ask you a question. Okay, no problem, Lola. I need help on education, and you aren't educating me because you aren't educated on answering your fucking phone. Okay, I will educate you on that. You educate me on. We'll trade lessons. Okay. I love it. I mean, women in business. <laughs> anyway, back to Sparrow. This woman is dynamic, right? Yes. I mean, I, I just look at the way she speaks and the way she addresses and the way she tells her story. You can see she's as strong as female. Okay, I love that. By the way, I think I might be falling asleep. Let me move on. Another last <laughs> Listen, I don't lust. Okay, I'm not a swinger. <laughs> I'm just a lusty Lola. Anyway, Miss Sparrow, do you find it intimidating sometimes when having to submit to a female in like completely empowered? So that's a very interesting question, Lola. I mean, that's what I'm here. <laughs> Look at me being all proud and shit. <laughs> Intimidating. Um, I find her very. I don't know what right Comforting. She's a comforting. She's a comforting environment for me. Yeah, she does um, have. She she's got that care of care of Yeah, it's not your typical care of vibe. You know, she's yes. not about to go cuddle with me on. Because at the end of the day, she is my sayers. She's not about to go cuddle with me on the bed and make me feel better and whatever else. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, she does all the things that she knows will sort of help me 
get me into a better space after our plays and things like that. But I wouldn't say that I'm intimidated. Um, Your partners are intimidated. My partners or my potential partners are very intimidated. By okay, so that. That's interesting. You still have other partners outside of your dynam- dynamic with her. But Ryan, you also have a partner. So you got to purely do this. And this is exactly, again, coming back to our previous listener's question. You guys have a dynamic sex completely outside of sex. It's purely for the furniture f- punishments. I'm going to keep on calling it fucking furnishments. We said something about furniture earlier. <laughs> so it's, it's purely for... That's um, driving that oxycodone high that you get out of it. So the reason for my question is, okay, I'm looking at this, like your dynamic from my perspective. So I'm thinking of the the strong women, okay, within the BDSM community. Do you, do you classify as a switch too? Yes, I do. Okay, but are you a bisexual switch? Are you a... Because I'll be a like, I'll be a bisexual switch. I don't switch over over males at all. So I won't dome switch. You okay? So you would dome both. Dome both, yes. Um, but you would never dome. You would never dome rain. But you switch no, too. We've done it. We've done it. You guys are Very like, You guys are doing my brain in. <laughs> really. So I used to switch more at yeah. the beginning. And now it's sort of settled into a natural top bottom dark yeah. Um, but at the very beginning, we actually used to switch with each other. That's how the whole sort of relationship we used to do started. What we would call brat plays. Yeah. So six for six, six for six. She would give me six. Yeah. I would give her six. See, this is again. This is something that would be completely taboo to a lot of listeners. Like because I'm even struggling. Okay, so I understand the dynamic of switching with a switch, even during a play. And I had this discussion. I don't know. I'm definitely if you saw. On one of the CIM chat groups, just this week, I had this discussion about being able to switch with, during a play. Yes. If you are within um, a dynamic that your switch understands, your, that understands, you know, how you yep. operate and how you move. So I understand that. But looking at the two of you, like all comfy and cozy on my couch there, <laughs> okay, and I'm just like taking a back seat and trying to, um, imagine not knowing the two of you, right? And looking at your dynamic from a complete outsider's perspective. And as a newbie or as a listener that is not accustomed to these kinds of dynamics, it would completely be a taboo for me. How did you guys get to a safe space? And how did you guys, how, also how long and how did you get to this space where I'm sure you guys were also vanilla once upon a time, like back in high school, walking about it. I don't know how far, because this looks like a very <laughs> But how long and how long did it take you and how did you get to this perspective where you guys are sitting at the moment? So it's taken us probably the better part of four years to get where we are now. But I say four years and that we didn't play for the first two, two, years, of, two yeah. years of that. And it was only when she got out of her previous relationships that we started engaging about playing with one another. It was a fun friendship thing. And then we got very close thereafter. And only we formalized the dynamic sort of within the last year. Yeah, I would say. Because um, it does add, like, it brings people so, without you even wanting it or knowing it, like, it just increases that um, intimacy. Not, not intimacy in the sense of intimacy, but it, like, brings people closer together. Sorry for interrupting me, yes. But it's, it's 
it all comes down to, and this is the thing about taboos in general, it all comes back to communication and consent. So you may not understand Miss Lola, and that's okay, but you can also ask. If there's something that you do, do not understand, ask the question. Find people, find out their why, why they do what they do and how they got where they got to. And if that's not for you, that's okay. That can still be your taboo. But you need to ask the question. You need to communicate. You need to find out. And that's how we got to where we got to. Yes, constant communication and openness. So by listening to you, Ms. Rain, um, an idea or a wild, like, possibility just sprung to me. Okay. I like it when Lola gets wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys haven't seen Lola. It is her wildest. Anyway, so... Something that could possibly be taboo to Lola today would not necessarily be the same taboo for the same Lola tomorrow. Absolutely. Because as you experience and experiment with or within yourself, self self-exploration, exactly. self-love, I advocate this to the depths, okay? You are going to cry and you're going to evolve and you are going to accept new heights for yourself. And therein, you're going to change your own taboo. Great. So what are we telling the listeners about taboo tonight? What I'm telling the listeners, and the Kingsters use the word hard limits, and sometimes that comes from trauma, and sometimes that comes from whatever the case may be. Um, it's flexible and adjust, and you should always reassess and communicate with your partner what is off limits for you and why. Because you might grow out of that with your partner. Or with an external person like Miss Hyde, a disciplinarian, etc. But you can only get through it if you talk about it and you communicate about it. So what may be a hard limit or taboo for you today mm-hmm. will not be the same in a year's time. If you if you decide that this is something you want to work through. I absolutely love that. Thank you, Miss Ryan. Listeners, we have gone over <laughs> break time. We have been talking and chatting away for an hour. I'm going to go to a short interim break, okay, just to get the drinks filled up again because mine's spilt. And I'm blaming Devilish. I mean, she's on the other side of the room, but it's got to be the swingers. It's the swingers' fault. It's got to be the damn swingers and the shit I put up with. Anyway, listeners, I'm going to go to a short break just to give my guests time to breathe. Miss Hyde, when we come back, I want to talk to you about the Kinky Carnival. And also, um, Ms. Rain, if you would then help us define what the actual taboos within our law and jurisdiction is, then we can kind of continue on that. Listeners, stay tuned. Listen to some dirty swinging music that my friends and hush hush like love to hate. <laughs> Lori, baby, this one is for you, yes? <laughs> Be back shortly. Bye, Lastos.
Welcome back, listeners. Um, I hope everybody is rested after the little break and everybody's drinks are refilled. So I actually just managed to get my drink refilled in time and I've subsequently not even sat down. So let me take a seat back to it. Yes, we are having so much fun on here this evening. Um, we've got an amazing group of women and it's all of them are strong, dynamic and empowering females. I absolutely love that. And it makes me kind of giddy to just realize that there are still very strong, dynamic and powerful ladies out there that are fighting for the BDSM community. So I the swinging you. community. Oh, swinger. The lifestyle is. The yeah. lifestyle is. Yes. I want to puke <laughs> when I hear <laughs> <laughs> Don't be nasty. We don't judge here. Lola's lessons and I judge the <laughs> fuck away. <laughs> no, I'm kidding guys and listen listeners, I don't really judge. I'm all inclusive, but I fucking hate this swinger because she's all boyfriends and she's not focusing on the job at hand. Anyway. Um Sparrow, do you think we can get some cheese with it or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back to Miss Hyde. Listen, can I please go, Miss Hyde? I should have just been broadcasting from your house tonight instead of my house. Like, also, can I come over, Miss Hyde? Because I don't think I'm going to get rid of the swingers and like my house this evening and i need a place to sleep soundly because they're gonna kill me when i go <laughs> like i just know they're gonna do some sadistic shit <laughs> you're like you know you're gonna love it right mm. but well baby if it's done by you if you can finish my punishment this evening, <laughs> that will be a fun fucking time also oh dream come true devilish and lola mm -mm -mm, sitting in a tree I know why I'm so kind. I have this energy with you because you apparently just don't kiss, Miss Hyde. <laughs> but you know, um, I came across your um or a write up or something along those lines, and I actually think it was on one of the BDSM um business um groups that we subsequently share, and this is where I first time. Um, with regards to something kinky carnival and yeah. whenever I find something new I just want to learn everything I can about it so amongst my like delving into getting to know what the hell this kinky carnival is because anything kinky kind of draws my attention I came across a podcast hosted by Miss Hyde You've got amazing um, on-air presence, by the way. I love listening to your podcast. And I'd actually like to suggest to the listeners to head over to Ms. Hyde's podcast as well because she's got some very informative topics today that you guys can also go and listen and learn from. So, Ms. Hyde, amongst these uh, topics of yours on your podcast, I came to hear about the King Kingdom. Tell us some more about it from your perspective because what I heard and what I found, I thought it was absolutely amazing. Okay, so I've probably had one of the more unconventional 
roots into the lifestyle. Um, you know, my partner had passed away and I had met someone who thought I could be their dom and asked me to be their dom. And in any case, so to cut a long story short, is that I then realized, you know what, this is really something I'm extremely passionate about and especially learning more and more about BDSM because you never stop learning. Mm. And I realized that there's so many misconceptions about BDSM. You know, what, what's extreme for one person isn't extreme for somebody else. Your to be is um, not my to be, my to be is not your to be. Absolutely. And, and for someone, it's as simple as playing with a blindfold. And for somebody else, it's obviously going to your more extremes, like, you know, your needle plays and, and things like that. And obviously, you get even more extreme than that. But the whole idea of the Kinky Carnival was to show people that it doesn't matter what you enjoy. It's, it's okay to enjoy what you enjoy. Um, and the event is to show that everyone is welcome. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, straight, gay, transgender, you know, you could be from Mars and you're going to be welcome at the event. Um, so the whole idea with the event is to do education um, in BDSM to let people know, you know, why we enjoy what we enjoy, um, how it can help you grow your personal relationships and so on. Because when you look at BDSM, you look at the main four pillars that surround it and that's what makes it BDSM and what makes it okay and not abuse for that fact is that we place a lot of importance on communication, honesty, trust and respect in in our dynamics and the the relationships that we have with our partners and people that we see and so on in, in the community. So that's the main reason why I wanted to show people that, you know what, this is how BDSM principles can actually help your interpersonal relationships. Yes, it's an enhancement. It's, yes, it's, it's absolutely an enhancement to any and every dynamic that you possibly have. Yeah. If you've got a dynamic with yourself, it's an enhancement. You can use BDSM exactly. as an enhancement. Self-partnered. Yeah, but not even just self-partnered because if you're not honest with yourself in what you like and what you enjoy, you know, there's, there's a lot that you're missing out on. And a lot of people, you know, and it to sound blunt, that's why a lot of people end up miserable is because they're not open and honest with themselves. Uh, I Listen, that's that, is, that is so, so, so I think you just hit, hit the on the head there miss how do you guys also have and i love that catchphrase i think it's the it's probably the catchphrase that caught me yeah because you said it is a kinky carnival and it is what it's okay to be vanilla with a swirl you see Devly? this it. is where and um i must admit this is um <clears throat> probably not something i should be saying on air but in lola's lesson episode five I might have drawn that name of episode five from your name. <laughs> Vanilla with a swirl. So, so my episode five was called 
vanilla flavored caramel yes yes and that was the intro into bdsm because i think how you explain it and just by using that catchphrase i think it gave a lot of people a lot of um inter like perspective it's okay to have a normal husband and wife or a normal dynamic of, of partners in a normal vanilla like household, yes. I mean, the people next door to you can also add BDSM to their relationships and they can explore it safely. They can explore it within consent in a sane and like discussed, yes, this is discussed um, dynamic. It can absolutely add so much to any dynamic and people are just too scared to come and try. So this is why I really, really, really can't wait for the kinky carnival to just kick off and like make the most amount of difference because you guys have gold there. And let me know when this date is and where this place is because I want to do a Lola's Lessons podcast from the kinky carnival, if you would allow. I was just going to ask, do we have a date and a oh. uh, venue for the kinky Are carnival? Are you bringing a plus one, Swinger? Always a plus one. <laughs> I live for plus ones. Can I do a plus two on the side? Listen. Two is so much better than one. I do have two hands. Ignore the swinger, Miss Hyde. Uh, what is the date and where is this going to be held? Okay. So, obviously, we were planning it for this year, but a couple of hiccups happened. So, I'm very happy to say that we finally have the dates. We've got the video. Um, we're having a party. Oh, we invited. So, Tickets are going to go on sale. You can't just assume. <laughs> tickets are going You need to buy tickets, Swinger. You can't just rock up everywhere for free, okay? This is an assumption. It's a kinky event. Don't worry, Lola's lessons will buy you baddie tickets so that you can get your swing on. We also Miss Hyde, um, the tickets are going on sales away. It will be from the 1st of November. It's on Howler. So we obviously just need to update a few things and so on. Mm -hmm. But it is being held from the 1st of March until the 3rd of March next year at the Manor Guest House. Um, in Say the name again. The Manor Guest House at the Cradle of Humankind. Oh, oh Miss Hyde. Now I'm really excited. Huzzah! 2024, we're having a kinky swell of vanilla and fun in the cradle of humankind. Marketing manager, head over. Make, please make sure you make a note. The 1st of November, be first, okay? I want the first fucking tickets. First tickets goes to Lola Lessons. Buy me one, buy damn devilish one. You don't get a plus two, yes? She only gets her own ticket. She wants to bring plus twos, she got to buy that shit herself. <laughs> Miss Hyde, we will be there in full force and we will support the shit out of your kinky carnival because you have gold. Thank you for what you do in the community and thank you for allowing us to interview you this evening on Lola's Lessons. Miss Ryan. It's a great place. Well, I have to tell you, if you're not there, I'm definitely going to be spanking. <laughs> I mean, marketing manager, can you my ticket there? Fuck around and find out. I, like, I want to see how far I can be. Also, guys, you got to remember, Lola's also a brat. So, Ms. And we Hyde, love it. I mean, I hope you can deal, okay? Because <laughs> I will push the hell out of my limits. Okay, did you cancel my ticket there, marketing manager? 
Yes, I have. Ooh, le- the marketing manager has a voice. Guys, we've never heard her speak. Are you speaking for the marketing manager? But it's like, why, why are we hearing your voice all of a sudden? You're supposed to be a silent partner, yeah? What's going on? Ms. Hunt, did you hear the marketing manager has a voice? No. Okay, so you weren't heard, apparently. Marketing manager, what is, did you cancel my ticket, marketing manager? The listeners want to know. Yes, I have cancelled the ticket. She does. These guys now I need to like kind of get in line because just now she cuts my paycheck. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Lyon, thank you for joining us. Miss Lyon, before we went to break, okay, we said we were going to tell the listeners about uh, Mr. G says the cha-cha folks keep the passion but mr g why aren't you listening to the end of the episode he's probably gone already but he could have won like tickets listen listeners the question only comes at the episode so you kind of gotta bear the shit with us yes miss ryan we were going to tell our listeners something within the bdm facet you're talking about the taboos, the big taboos. Yes, ma'am. Yes, so this ma'am. is not just within the BDSM facet. Yeah. Mm. This, this is, is within like life, legalities, all of those things. So we talk about your taboo is not my taboo and can change. Mm-hmm. There are four that we do not accept within the community. Um, and it basically all boils down to anything to do with people or, or things that cannot consent. Mm. So I'm just going to list them really quick because I know you don't want to get into too much detail on this. It's incest, necrophilia, bestiality, and pedophilia. And in all four of those examples, it is sexual or kinky relations with something that cannot con- animal or child, etc. Because BDSM is consensual. It's supposed to be practiced within consent. Sex. So if you fuck around with anything or they can possibly even give you consent, but they don't, don't fuck around with them. You aren't practicing BDSM. You're just being a doer. It's abusive. It's abusive. abusive. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's abusive. Not to mention those are against the law. So, yes, this is what I wanted to say. So, the four you just mentioned aren't, listen, we advocate them as, ah, oh, that is so taboo. No, fucker, it's not taboo. It's against illegal. the damn law. That's it's illegal. illegal, okay? Stop your fuckery and, like, go seek help. And I hate saying it so harshly, but I mean, if people are even thinking about things like this, you should know what is normal and what is standard or what is regular human behavior okay if you do not have regular behavior i would like to that this is going to be dr basson coming out now i would like to aid my listeners and ask them very nicely to seek help you can seek help by googling your nearest help center for mental health issues if you cannot find one lola's lessons will subsequently provide the link devilish search the link there for us if you've got numbers like no serious not guys we're making a joke out of this but we gotta like you gotta be able to draw of some form of humor yes um you gotta be able to draw some form of humor from something that is so 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 sinister and disgusting okay if you guys have any problems with one of these top four taboos I'm not even going, like, it's so sick, I'm not even going to mention them yeah. again. But you know what they are. They're against the law. It is not allowed legally within South Africa. Please, guys, I'm asking you nicely. Do us and your fellow society members and your community members a favor. 
please go seek help. Your family, your friends, and Lola's lessons would love you for it. Thank you for discussing that with us, um, Mrs. Ryan. Oh, Miss Ryan. I nearly said Mrs. How dare I? Listen, I might have done that on purpose. I've got a cane in the room. I'm just saying. <laughs> Listeners, thank you for joining us this evening. On and listen, I've had so much fun, Devilish. You've been so quiet. I've had so much fun this episode. I've this been absorbing all of this wonderful episode. information. Mm-hmm. You lie. Who are you chatting to, Swinger? <laughs> <laughs> I have had the most amount of fun joining us, Miss Hyde. Finding it all the way from the other side of the city. Thank you. <laughs> For allowing us um, just to pick your brain and hear what you have to say. And thank you again for bringing us the, the Kinky Carnival. Marketing Manager, thank you for having a voice. Listen, you kind of have a cute voice too, though. I mean, listen, Lola wants you to whisper a little bit. And isn't bit. she looking fabulous as well today, Lola? I mean, I just see boobs and then I can't concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie, the boobs are on point of cross. <laughs> Listen, guys, we need to, um, and you guys know that Lila's Lessons is now on YouTube, on YouTube as well. Did you know, by the way, Devish? Of course. Of I course, know. you, you, I didn't, you know. didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's so agreeing this one. Anyway, so yes, we've got a YouTube channel, guys. We just haven't been like YouTubing on the YouTube channel. So, Devilish, your next, um, like your next task. Yes, task. Marketing management, make a note there, please. Add it to the to-do list of Devilish Diva. Not to Lila's to-do list because mine's fucking full, yes, until next year. So, uh, Devilish, you need us a cam, okay, a studio cam. Okay. But one that we can move because we don't always have one studio. We have everybody's mm-hmm. studio. The world is also our stage, you know. Of course. So one that we can move so that we can start showing the people the amounts of boobs that we see on Lila's lessons. Gosh, oh, darn, I'm in heaven. I'm so such a treat, right? <laughs> Please just look at this beautiful We just got a flash. That's a fucking sexy bra. I'll just that's like a bra. No, it's not your. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Miss Sparrow's in her shit tonight. She's not wearing her own bra. She's doming the dumbs bra. What's that? When you're done with it, can I borrow it? Like, that would be so awesome. I'm just saying. Marketing manager, why are you giggling so much? Because you also have a rack to like. So you can possibly also borrow the same damn bra. We have the same bra. It's the communal bra. <laughs> Wait, we've got this. Who? You and me? Me and you. Yes. I mean, how do you know what bras I've got? First question. Second question. What the fuck are you doing? Like we true. are broadcasting a Lola's lesson episode. You're not supposed to be picking through my cupboards while I'm busy broadcasting and asking questions and shit. I have your house key. <gasps> shit, this is true. No consent, also like no conversation was had about this. But they are good bras, right? Yes, they are. Oh, they look so good on your boobs. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, listen, listeners, thank you for joining us this evening. We've had such a fabulous night tonight. We have. I mean, we've actually really had a good time. Next episode will be on climax it's also the climax of the season as well as the last episode 
of semester one yes. of Lola's lessons. Cannot believe it. I mean, Lola, friend, you have done well. We have because I mean the amount of traction that this is. Uh, I'm just going. Are you going to remind everyone of the fabulous event we're having next week? Yes and no because the event's almost full. So um, we still have some tickets, don't we? I'll say this, the first five people to contact Lola on her new company number. Thank you, marketing manager, for that, by the way. I don't have to give my personal number anymore. I've got a company number now. Yes, baby. Look at me thriving and shit. <laughs> the first five people that contact me on the company number would be able to still get, and we've closed these tickets a long time ago, right? Yes. Loyal listener tickets because they are sold out completely as well as the early bird tickets completely sold out. Gone. Finished. Klar. I mean, that is okay? Stop asking me because they aren't. I can't let me. I can't. Okay. I don't make them. They are made for me. So, well, I still have five left. I found them in my purse at the back end, anyway, amongst the 10 rand notes. So, I will offer these five tickets to the first five listeners that contact Lola on 064. Look at me knowing my own business number out of my head already. Uh, are you taking notes because you need to post that on the app as well. 064 Okay, I'm not completely Hello. sure, but I'm very, very almost sure. Let's just make sure, sure. Um, Lola Blakely Industries, and it is our drive. 064 500, don't enter 500 times, 500, 0645002436. First five listeners, get your hands on 100 Rand tickets that are supposed to be long gone. The new tickets are going for over 300 Rand. First five and both. While we're waiting for the first five, we got to do the um, competition question. Yes. Miss Sparrow, let me test you. Okay attention were you paying while you petting my puppy <laughs> <laughs> he's a cute puppy though he's right? cute he's I mean. too cute listen listeners I've got a Boston Terrier his name is Manson I'll introduce him to the world as soon as Devilish finds us a cam for the studio so he's adorable guys and I, also he's fast asleep that's like all dogs are adorable then <laughs> anyway Miss um, Sparrow I need you to you think of a question that we can ask the listeners for this week's competition? Something that we listened and that we learned on the episode that we need to ask a question on. So were the listeners taking notes, yes or no? Oof, okay. So I think the question should be, what are the four big taboos that you do not touch? That's on? a taboo question. Moving on. Sparrow, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go to the next one. Miss Randall. <laughs> You just want to get me into shit here, sorry. You, we were just discussing how well the podcast has been doing. Now you want to go asking a nice question. I'm sorry, Lola, you can put me on the spot. I know, I'm quite bad with it. You are. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I don't know. Did you know you changed my blood? Did you mean that you didn't discuss the OG? No, we didn't. So what was the answer? <laughs> what did you learn on tonight's episode, Sorry. I think I don't know. Miss <laughs> 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 Rindo, can you please ask us? I think we can make this a very easy question and just ask the listeners Is their taboo the same as our taboo? It's a yes or no question. 
Okay, and on that high note, this is going to be an easy one. But thank you. I'm trying to help the listeners. You, you have helped the <laughs> listeners and you have fucked Lola royally because I'm going to be getting a, so many applications. <laughs> sending these applications through to Miss Ray and she can help me go through them and pick the right one. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Okay, listeners, thank you. I have received the first five messages. Oh, gosh, not just five. Okay, hold the phone. Hold also, the let's phone. not hold the phone. I'll go through that shit later. <laughs> listeners, it's about that time, and I hate this time of the evening. Last week, I was sick, and I couldn't say bye to you guys properly. Thank you for your loyal and undying support of Lola's Lessons. You have ensured that we can bring you guys a second, and we are very, very, very excited about this there are talks that we might be broadcasting from an actual radio studio next semester That's guys so amazing yes so the radio studios are interested in our shit because we passed joe rogan guys <laughs> of course apparently <laughs> listeners want to hear what we have to say about the topic of sex because that's more important than what joe rogan has to say we are still sitting at number 10 within the top 100 <coughs> international um, trending podcast. We are also number one most searched podcast on Podbean, as well as the top trending podcast within South Africa. So, international podcast, Ola's Lessons is coming for you, and we're aiming for number one, baby. Listen in next week, loyal listeners, where we will be broadcasting the final episode on Climax, also the Climax of the season. From a very fancy red tie Hollywood theme event that Lila will be hosting within the Greater Johannesburg region. I can't say where because it's very hush hush. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, the next episode on Climax will be live from the event. We're going to have so much fun. Things are going to be flowing. Conversations are going to be happening. And Dr. M is going to be presenting how to climax climatically for Lola's lessons. I thank you, listeners. Have a wonderful evening. And see you again next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. bye, bye. All, all together now, one, two, three. Bye, bye. bye listeners. Bye. It was a good episode. No, it's still on. I can put it down because I have the knob in my hand. <laughs> I have the knob in my hand. I have the power. God.